Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions while he gave me the teachings I share here. Most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidana Murtai Nishpapashaya Shantaya Niravamabhaya Tejjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjj
arise from the blissful one. Each is born from the supreme bliss of consciousness, lives its life, and then merges back into its source. All beings and things, that includes you, arise from the blissful one. There is only one, the one divine reality, called by many names in our tradition, honored by the name Shiva, which means the auspicious one. Your own source and beingness is the auspicious one, the one who abides in the bliss of pure beingness. The closer you get to your own beingness, the more you experience divine bliss. It fuels your life, your mind, your heart. The verse explains that you were born from the supreme bliss of consciousness. And now you are living your life ultimately to merge back into your own source. While you are living your life, you can know your source. You can live in the foundational bliss of your own beingness all the time. And you can share that with the world through your actions, words, and thoughts. This is why I went to study with my Baba, for clearly he lived in a different inner state than I did. Clearly he lived in a different inner state than anyone I'd seen or heard of. I am so fortunate to have had years with him, for the state is contagious. He shared it with all of us. He laid the foundation in me. Yes, with Shaktipat and more. With the simple everyday interactions and sideways glances that make up real relationship. How can you find the bliss of your own beingness if you've never heard about it? How can you abide in your own divine essence if you've never seen anyone who does? How can you find your way inside, deeper than your mind, deeper than your emotions, deeper than your intuitions, all the way to your innermost essence and source? You need one who knows in order for you to find your own knowing. This is Kashmiri Shaivism, which is a guru tradition, like Zen, like Kabbalah, like Tibetan Buddhism, like even early Christianity. You get it from one who knows. So today I am in my Baba's hometown, Ganeshpuri. I have come to India again to bask in the radiance of great beings, my Baba, Swami Moktananda, and his Baba, Swami Nityananda of Ganeshpuri. Yesterday, I had the pleasure of gathering together with several other Swamis, all of us Baba's disciples, all of us living in the fire of the Guru's love. I have come here to join Swami Shankarananda, who is celebrating his 50th year of teaching by leading a group retreat in the small village of Ganeshpur. I met Shankarananda in 1978 and have been the recipient of his inspiring teachings again and again over the years in Baba's ashrams 
Shankarananda now heads his own ashram, along with Swami Bhairavyananda, whom we lovingly call Devi Ma. And we were joined yesterday by Swami Nityananda, the younger Nityananda, Baba's disciple, who now heads his own ashram. Swami Samvirananda is here with me, and we were joined by Swami Brahmananda and Swami Nirupamai Mananda, two more of Baba's disciples, my guru brother and guru sister. What did we do together? We laughed. We chatted, we sipped filtered water in the India heat, and we shared some chai. Did we talk about the past? Yes and no. It's like flowers talking about the roots of their plant. Without the roots, there would be no flowers. But do flowers talk about roots? I walked out of a meditation hall yesterday, my Baba's Samadhi Shrine, and found my old Seva supervisor. She's 10 or 15 years older than me, still around, still full of love and light. We hugged and sat together as other people came to bow at her feet. I worked with her in India for a year, what seemed like 10 years at the time as I was growing and changing so fast. When I'd do something wrong, she'd go, Om Namah Shivaya. She is so dear, so precious. Every time I see her, I don't know if I'll see her again. I'm going back this morning again, both to Baba's Samadhi and to see Nirmala Amma. Yes, her name is Nirmala. When I took sannyas, I was given the name Nirmala Nanda. And the first place I went to was Baba's ashram. I went looking for her. When I found her and she saw my shaved head and fresh newborn Swami face, she was delighted, of course. And then I said, they gave me your name, Swami Nirmalananda. <sighs> so yesterday, Nirmala and Nirmalananda sat together for about a half an hour. Did we talk about old times? Not much, a little, but not much. We laughed, we chatted with others who came by. We were together in the sweetness of being one while being two. You see, what Baba gave us is the now. But we're not practicing living in the now, we're living in our own beingness which is always now. And in the bliss that arises from that source, laughter also arises from the same place. I remember when I used to sit in Baba's outdoor cafe, sipping on a cup of chai with a couple of guru sisters or guru brothers. Sometimes we would laugh and speculate, you know, one day, hmm, we'll all be an orange and we'll sit around together on the veranda sipping chai. So I got to do that with a bunch of swamis. It was actually the day before yesterday. It was truly delightful. I felt like a monarch butterfly. You know, they're orange. I felt like a monarch butterfly roosting on the branches of a tree amongst all the other monarch butterflies. 
bliss on the outside to match the bliss on the inside, all rooted in my Baba's grace, which is rooted in Bhagavan Nityananda's grace. While in Ganesh Puri, I begin my morning at 4.20 in Nityananda's Mahasamadhi Shrine, a big marble temple with a full-size statue of him in the front. Two hours of ceremonies with an Abhishek, the ritual bath, flame ceremonies, incense, and lots of Vedic chanting, completely enveloping like a big, big hug from God. Better, nothing exists but the one. All beings and things arise from the blissful one. Each is born from the supreme bliss of consciousness, lives its life, then merges back into its source. Anantat eva kalu imami bhutani jayante, anandena jatani jivanti, anandam pratyantya bisan vishantiti. Taitiriya Upanishad, section six. Nothing exists but the one. And that one is Nityananda. That one is my Baba, that one is me, that one is you. But you don't know that, not all the time, not yet. When you know your own self, you know that you are the one. I'm choosing my words very carefully here. I am not saying that you will know the one, listen. Listen to the truck going by. <laughs> There's some road work going on down the way, so you probably hear the trucks going by. Listen carefully. I did not say, when you know your own self, you know the one. I did not say that. You see, if you know the one, then you are the knower of the one. Meaning you are not the one but someone or something separate from the one so that you can know the one who is separate from you. Like if you see a flower, you smell the flower, you touch the flower, you know the flower, but the flower is not you and you are not the flower. When you know the one, you are something other than the one, knowing the one which means there is not one, there are two. There is the one who is the only one, and there is you who is another who is not the one. This means there are two, the one and you, ouch. But actually you are the one. Masquerading as being someone or something separate, different, unique, individual. I love the word individual. In divided into dual to duality. What delusion. It's like a snowflake thinking it's not made of water. Ha! So I was choosing my words very carefully. Listen, I did not say when you know your own self, you know the one. I said, when you know your own self, you know that you are the one. When you know your own self, 
you know that you are the one. You are already Shiva, but you don't live in the knowingness and beingness of the beingness that you are, not yet. That time will come sooner or later. Which do you prefer, sooner or later? I'm working on getting you to sooner. Are you working on getting you to sooner? Oh yes, I could talk about New Year's resolutions again. How you coming, mate? You see, I'm here with the Aussies for Shankarananda's ashram is in Australia, so I can ask you, how you coming, mate? You see, the goal of life is to know. In the most mundane way and in the most profound way, you always want to know. When something's going on, you want to know what's up, who's doing what, to whom or with whom, and why. Just watch the news. One day there'll be an event. Then for the next few days or the next few weeks, there will be news stories about how the event made people feel. What's up? Who's involved? How do they feel about it? How do I feel about it? Who's right? Who's wrong? Who's going to win? And who do you think is going to win? And what makes you think that? And on and on and on. When you could be doing mantra instead. <sighs> Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. Which of these is going to make you more blissful? Which one is going to take you to sooner rather than later? I'm recommending you redirect your quest for mundane knowledge about who, what, when, where, why, and how. That you redirect your quest for knowledge into profound knowledge. The knowledge, the knowingness of your own beingness. Oh, Shiva. Remember what the Upanishad says? All beings and things arise from the blissful one. Each is born from the supreme bliss of consciousness, lives its life, then merges back into its source. Your destiny is to merge back into source. And the closer you are to your beingness right now, the more bliss you feel. One of the metaphors used by the ancient sages is the fire. This world is born from fire, from the Big Bang, the explosive process by which Shiva shaped himself into suns, stars, galaxies, and people and puppy dogs. Like a blazing bonfire, sparks pop out and burn brightly in the space over the fire, then fall back into it. You are a spark. You are the light of consciousness in an individualized form. You will flare for a time, then merge back into the source. Can you know that you are the fire while you're being a spark? Can you see your own light, feel your own inherent radiance, delight in the dance of your sparkling in the night? Yes, 
yes, yes, and yes. And if you don't make it while you're living your life, then you can look to merge back into source at the end of this body's lifespan. That's the goal of some of the meditative traditions to prepare you to merge into Shiva while you're dying. You see, most people leave their body, but they take all their density and reactivity with them. They cling to who they were, so they cannot see where they're going. The weight of their neediness pulls them back earthward bound again. So they take many, many lifetimes to get ready to merge. That's what you did, yoga says, the last time you left your body. In your previous lifetime, when you left, you grabbed back. You didn't merge. What do you plan to do this time? Why wait? You could do it now while you're alive. You are already Shiva. You are a spark of fire, made of fire, flaming into the night. You can know your own Shivaness. You can be and know that which you already are. Or you can say, not yet. Not yet. Yes, you can say, I understand that I am Shiva, but I don't want to know my own Shivaness. I love my pain. I love my neediness and reactivity. I'm enjoying being limited, anxious, and small. I'm enjoying being small, especially in the company of others who love being small and reinforce my feeling of smallness. I will warn you now. I will not reinforce your feeling of smallness. I will not do that for you. I will do everything I can to blast you to another level, if you will allow. I'm really only nice, so you'll come closer, closer and closer to the bonfire. But beware, I am made of fire. And you get a bunch of swamis together and you'll find out what it's like to be a flame. Oh, and right here in Downingtown, we have swamis. Swami Sadrupananda, Swami Prajyananda, Swami Shrutananda, and soon Swami Samvidananda and I are returning. I call it a sizzle of swamis. Come sizzle. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhavanamo Namaha.